Hello friends, welcome to I'll Have What She's Having, and this is your midweek musing. Midweek musings are going to be a short 15 to 20 minute segment in which I just share a narrative, some poetry or prose, a reflection, or possibly a somatic exercise, journal exercise, or creative exercise that may give you some activation, some inspiration, and possibly also just be a good load of fun. One of the things that I've been reflecting on lately is this idea that there's something right with you and there's something right with me and that this is something that we need to claim and we need to speak out more often. In the culture that we are located inside of, and particularly a culture of influencers, a culture that says we need to be our best self and live our best life. And let me just say that I am totally in support of that. This is nothing against living your best life at all. Let me just be clear about that. But in a space of over inundation with a messaging to improve, we can start to feel like there is something wrong with us on a regular basis, that we're not quite measuring up. And it's deeper than just lack of self-esteem or, you know, lack of confidence in the self. It goes deeper than that. It actually is a cultural influence towards constantly bettering yourself, constantly becoming and doing and being more. And this is actually a parallel and a reflection of our neoliberal, capitalistic, colonized economic system that also has the same premise. It's a premise of endless growth, that there is no limitations to the growth that can happen here on planet Earth that we can continue to consume and to extract and to use and to build and to grow and grow in all the ways you can possibly think of. And that somehow that is going to magically continue as a self-sustaining cycle. And I don't know if you've been paying attention lately, but we're discovering that that's actually not true, that that's a false premise, that growth can be an endless process. And in so many ways, we have, as individuals, internalized this idea, and we we put it even on ourselves, that we should continuously be growing and shape-shifting and becoming better and better versions of ourselves. And I say this very loosely I hold this loosely because this is a paradox because on the one hand we actually do want to work towards betterment of ourselves. absolutely if you can be excellent at something if you are devoted and passionate about something you should continue to grow in that direction and you should show up to the work that creates that excellence for you in that area And I I totally support that, and I hold that within myself in my own life. But what I'm talking about is more this sense of inadequacy that many of us feel. And it's also something I recognize, and I'm going to call it as I see it. It's like a gaslighting by the culture. The culture of me, 
the culture of self-improvement, the culture of self-help, the culture of enlightenment, that basically when we are struggling with the normal struggles of life or when we're feeling the normal feels of living life and being alive at this time, that particular paradigm is sort of gaslighting us because it's saying, hey, you know, you should be doing more. You should be pulling yourself up by the bootstraps. You should be showing up. You should be working harder. You should be more positive. You should work through your fears. You should feel the fear and do it anyway. Um, And insert whatever quote or meme or, you know, whatever it has been for you. And there's also a lot of self-help and a lot of spiritual influencers that will give you, say, a listable five steps to freeing yourself from anxiety or five steps to a new and improved emotional you. Nothing wrong with somebody's well-intentioned offering to help somebody out of a rut because, I mean, there's a lot of anxiety and there's a lot of depression going on in our culture. I just saw something on Instagram that said even cats get anxiety. So, I mean, cats are anxious these days. That's got to tell you something. So, the challenge, though, is that there are some natural human responses that are occurring to the travesties that are happening on Earth that include sadness and include anxiety and sometimes fear and include grief and include a very deep sense of uncertainty and confusion and lostness and overwhelm that these are natural human responses these are human responses in particular from people who are connected to their heart people who are intact in their empathy and their compassion and their ability to be responsive to the world around them. We are all in this place right now of being affected by the world and we're not just affected by you know say a small community group of people that we travel through life with like we would have hundreds of years ago. We are now impacted by the stories, like the real life, gritty, painful struggles of people from all over the world, and of animals from all over the world, and of earth stories from all over the world. Stories of pain and suffering, stories of abuse and extraction, stories of beautiful sacred places disappearing and being developed, and stories of people being harmed. There is a natural human response to this type of exposure to information that includes a very broad spectrum of emotion. And those emotions are in need of honor. And I want to say to you right now that if you are a person who is open-hearted to the world and you are in love with life and in love with this world and you are feeling the depression or the anxiety or the fear or the overwhelm or the uncertainty, there is something right with you. There is something right with you you are intact your heart is intact you are responsive to the world as it comes to you 
you are feeling the feels. And I honor you for that. And the paradox is so alive in this moment because we don't want to live just in these places of you know, deep grief or anxiety or uncertainty. We want to move through those. We want to transmute them. But what I want to say is that if you are feeling a tendency towards self-betterment or self-improvement or self-actualization, and you are tending towards those particular offerings or those energies that say, you know, you can be better, you can get over these things, you can stop feeling so shitty, and you're feeling the pull of those things. But at the same time, you're not honoring your grief for the world and you're not honoring the struggle and the suffering and the pain of the world and you're not honoring what your natural human response is to uh, taking in what's happening around us in the world and just the sheer immensity of it, then all of that self-improvement and all of that growth and that betterment is going to be coming at the expense of shoving some of your very necessary emotional responses under the rug And so that's the place that I just want us to be aware of and reflect on is where in our life do we need to honor our pain for the world? Where in our life do we need to honor our own pain? Not so that we can stay in that pain, not so that we can just sit in a place of of sorrow or go into a place of despair or sink into a cave. That's not what I'm talking about. But more so, we can put it on the altar of awareness you know we can see it we can look at it we can witness it we can give it space we can acknowledge yes this is happening this is real this is this is the result of the rightness within me that is able to perceive what's happening in the world and respond in kind with human emotions of deep grief and of overwhelm and of anger and of despair sometimes and that you need to honor that place within you you need to take those moments to shed those tears and then when it comes to the other side of that where you're transmuting and you're moving into the places of your life where you are growing and expanding and there's joyfulness and there's creativity and there's beauty that full spectrum experience is going to be much healthier for you. It's going to make you an integrated human being, an integrated self that is not betraying one part of you in order to honor another part of you. If there's tears you need to cry for places that you've lost, for people's stories that break your heart, for cycles within your own life, for the life of your family, the life of your culture and your community, that cause pain and suffering. I just encourage you to hold space for those. I encourage you to let yourself feel what you need to feel and not to gaslight yourself and actually make you feel like you're crazy. (laughs) Make you feel like there's something wrong with you because you continuously have these emotional responses. Like, it's natural to have these responses right now at this time on planet Earth. It's totally natural. You are intact. Your heart is intact that you're feeling all of these things. This is a both-end situation. 
And this is a situation where you're being initiated if you allow yourself into the full spectrum of your human experience here on Earth. It's also very normal to question the society that you live in, to question the culture, to question the influencers. And we need to do that. We need to question our influencers. We need to make sure that if we are being influenced, we're being influenced by people who are showing the ability to be critically analytical of their own content, their own words, their own ideologies, because we are in a transforming world. We're in a world where the story of the people in many different places is starting to change from the ground up. We're calling harm, harm. And we are seeing that there needs to be global level transformation of human action and human tendencies. And that there needs to be a return to love and a return to care and connection with each other, with the earth, with the other creatures of the earth. All of this is necessary for our personal growth and our development and our best life to truly be lived. All of that needs to be included. So with that, I encourage you to spend some time journaling, reflecting, meditating, whatever your practice is, and just look within yourself to see if there are any places where you've been gaslighting your own self for having a rightful, intact, emotional response to how you are being impacted by the world around you. And make sure that you're gracious and compassionate with that part of you, that you create space for that part of you, and that you honor, that you even bow down to that part of you that is so deeply connected to all life, that is open-hearted to the extent that you are moved and affected and impacted. And sometimes in ways that aren't pretty, sometimes in ways that bring tears or bring anger or bring sadness or bring anxiety. And that's okay. There is something so right with you, and I honor you for your intact heart. There's something right with you. Part two. A poem. I walk hesitantly towards the doors of the grocery store. You know that moment when you feel helpless and activated simultaneously? It's like I've been stuck in this abusive relationship with the overculture, constant gaslighting from my own government. The greenwashing, oh my gosh, making promises, then breaking them, them telling me I'm crazy for showing up at protests, for calling water sacred, for pointing out the insanity of single-use anything. <sighs> in and out and in and out, stepping into the matrix I didn't create or consent to, but I'm here, I'm in it, I'm embedded Lately, my body's been feeling more like a defense mechanism than a sacred space. 
Ugh, the grocery store. Here we go. Automatic doors. That's helpful. With a sense of dread, compromise, unease, viscerally pained at the tomatoes in heavy plastic containers, which are the first thing I see. Oh gosh, you beautiful, round, plump, juicy red things growing from a vine, growing from the earth, growing from the soil, now you're inside of a plastic container. And there's the cucumbers, shrink-wrapped. Oh, and apples from China. Well, in my own backyard, they cut down the local orchards. Gorgeous, succulent, crunchy red peppers grouped inside sealed plastic bags, which they can't properly decompose in, even in the landfill. And then I find myself trembling, viscerally shaken, pissed off, angry, frustrated, sad, overwhelmed. What am I supposed to do about this? What can I say? How am I going to change this? It's like having a dart in my hand with no exact bullseye to hit. Is it the government, the grocery store, the corporation, the manager? Who do I talk to? Maybe nobody. I'm just talking to myself right now. I wonder if you grieve for vegetables and fruit ripped out of their natural cycle and for soil depletion and animals and bees and those who are in relationship with them in the middle of the fucking grocery store, does that mean there's something wrong with you? Wait. No. No. You know what? No. There's something right with me. There's something really right with me. There's something right with me as I stand there with tears in my eyes. A woman I know comes up to me, caring, concerned. She asks, are you okay? I had to take a moment to think about it. Yes, yes, I am okay. There's something right with me. There's something right with me. There's something right with me right now.